Welcome to the Triskillian, the Purica podcast, where it's all about nature, science, you. Pets have been around for centuries, thousands of years. But the relationship between us two-legged humans and our four-legged furry friends, that's what's evolved over time. And there's nobody been closer to the evolution of the relationship between people and their pets than Lonnie Powell of Petpalooza. He brings it each and every year and certainly looking to come out of the COVID-19 pandemic strong with a full roster of shows this summer and fall. And Lonnie, we're going to talk about a lot of things on this episode of the Triskillian, the Purica podcast, but we're really anchoring it on that very special bond that exists between uh, human beings and their canines and their felines. And it it really is a special connection to the point where uh, a lot of the uh, the people who have figured it out, they really welcome and consider their pets part of the family. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think you nailed it right there. It's uh, it's definitely the modern day family. It's uh, the evolution of pet ownership, uh, even how you know training and nutrition and supplements and you know people aren't having kids; they're having uh, they're having pets. It's uh, it, it's quite a quite a cultural cultural thing that's shifting here uh, with pet ownership. So yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, give us your background. Like, how far do you and pets? How far do you and small animals go back? Uh, oh God! I mean, I've always had a, a pet growing up. Uh, I was kind of delved into uh, the dog world about fourteen years ago with Great Danes, and and obviously did everything wrong for the first year, and then kind of got mentored uh, into kind of the psychological and behavior, and, and really what it takes to. Uh, to speak to uh, animals. And then uh, I've always kind of been an entrepreneur. My background has been in, uh, I was a restaurateur and publishing and uh, the nightclubs on the East Coast. I was in the States for about 12 years um, as well in the entertainment industry. So it's, uh, I have a diverse background, but I, I saw, I saw a gap. I saw a gap of, uh, you know, people and pets coming together and then celebrating that. So we're, we kind of evolved again at trade show, which in my opinion is kind of a dinosaur model we kind of took the music festival template and put it towards the pet industry. So instead of being in a, in a stuffy room and, and giving out coupons, what we did is we based everything around attraction. So finding the best of the best when it came to services and products and, and personalities and having heavy events, uh, bulldog races. We did uh, wiener dog races, chihuahua races, puppy stampede, yoga with, uh, with goats. We did yoga with public adoptable puppies, uh, rescue row. We've done, we, we've just made it, a fun weekend. We made it a, a place where people are safe and, and can educate themselves on holistic care and all these wonderful new things happening in the industry without, you know, someone sitting at a table with a business card that, that kind of doesn't work. We, we, we just see that this whole thing has taken off and it turned into quite darn. I mean, we see close to a hundred thousand people in six weeks in our Western Canadian shows and American shows are just blowing up as fast as the Canadian shows. It's uh, it has no, no, no sign of slowing down. And, uh, you know, if you build it, they will come. I mean, we, we built it, but the people come year after year after year after year after year. And it's uh, it's become quite a quite a cultural phenomenon in all of our cities. You know, it's interesting. I mean, very purposeful branding for Petpalooza uh, after the music festival uh, model. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it doesn't say festival any stronger. You can't say festival any stronger than, or at least pet festival any stronger than, than Petpalooza. So I think even just your, your conception, your naming, your branding of the event, uh, it tells that story, doesn't it? 
Yeah, you know what? I hate the word trade show. And, you know, it, we, we always pick urban areas. We always pick uh, cosmopolitan areas. I'm downtown Calgary. I'm Yelltown, uh, Vancouver. We're down right in the Squamalt in Victoria. I'm in Old Town, Scottsdale. I'm in there. I'm in Long Beach at San Francisco. So, you know, I don't want to go to a park. We're not small by nature. I think people that have ever been to one of my uh, festivals don't understand the magnitude of it. My, my biggest show is you know, 180 vendors. My smallest show is 75 vendors only because I just keep opening up city blocks. But uh, yeah, it's, you know what, if you make it fun and you make it a place where, you know, 15 years ago, someone would have to drive a Porsche to represent who they are. Now they pulled up their French bulldog. So it's, we're a luxury <laughs> brand. I, I'm, I'm not interested in grocery. I'm not interested in that low brow garbage on the market. All we want to be around is people with the like-minded ideas that I have that have ethics and morals and and they truly believe it's, it's like us you know it's what you put into the body is going to reflect your life it's going to reflect the business to the event it's going to reflect your happiness and and what happens with you so it's we're very selective on who we let in and we all have to kind of be on the same page when it comes to uh how we see how we see the evolution of pet ownership since you conceived of Pet Palooza, since you started putting on those shows, what have been the most fascinating or notable evolutions that you've seen in terms of the kind of vendors you're attracting uh, and in terms of what people are looking for? Uh, what are some of the things that have maybe surprised you? What are some of the things that you expected all along? You know what? I think the education level always excites me and, and interests me the fact that people know they, they they know the garbage in the kibble they know shitty raw they know uh you know which supplements are from costco it's you know pe- pe- people now can do their own research so when when you know what, what happened years ago is, is is i hate to say this the manufacturers gave up all the control to the distributors the distributors destroyed the industry because they're they're, they're fishing too many products at the same time so, you know, the manufacturers lost touch with grassroots. What I've given them and what they want to come back to is they want to be on the ground level to communicate with a human being, get on their knees, pet their dog and say, oh, your dog's itchy and has hot spots. Well, A, what are you feeding it to? What are you supplementing with? So the distributor is not doing it on a level. The manufacturer gave away all the control and now they want to come back. And that's what I've seen probably in the last four or five years is every single manufacturer now wants to get back on the horse they want to get into the game they want grassroots they want their demographic it's not about selling ten thousand dollars at one of my shows what it's doing is putting a seed in someone's mind having a relationship and a connection and then 90 days after that the person is continually thinking talking using that product and or service or again just enlightening themselves on on what's happening so i think that that to me i think the manufacturers have to come back and they're doing it and i think that's a beautiful thing because you know what I want to know who's making my food, where it comes from, what's their philosophy, could it, it be better, what, what's the balance? And I think that's, that's the key to my shows, and that's where people find value. Tom Manning with Lonnie Powell on the Triskillian, the Purica podcast, talking pet palooza, talking about the relationship between humans and their pets. On that relationship, uh, what are the things that you think have created that modern family approach? I mean, you know, I remember growing up, uh, you had a lot of people, uh, you know, having their dogs tied up in the backyard outside kind of thing. Uh, That seems really out of whack with where we're at in 2021, doesn't it? 
Yeah, I think it's the further couldn't be from the truth. Our our pets growing up and where we are now is is literally you know watermelons and uh, and coconuts. It's, <laughs> like I said, it's uh, you know people aren't having kids; they're having dogs. Uh, the connection one has with their pets, whether if you have to explain it, you're not a pet person. It's uh, you know I, I got I got multiple dogs. I don't have kids, right? So, but it doesn't change the quality of life. I think people now will represent themselves through certain breeds, right? People are attracted to, 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 to a certain breed that represents who they are as a person. I think it gets you out. It gets you social. It gets you talking to another human being. It's, you know, the, the dog that you fed grocery kibble to, uh, you know, or tricolored uh, garbage to, and like you said, tied up in the backyard. I mean, dogs are in beds. Dogs have their own beds. Dogs' nutrition is just the same as an athlete between, you know, kibble, raw, freeze-dried, home-cooked supplements. Like, it's my conversations on a daily basis with pet owners and, and what they'll spend on, on the quality of life and how they feel about them. And to be honest with you, most of even have kids like their dog is better than their kids. <laughs> We're talking to Lonnie Powell. We're talking Pet Palooza. Hey, you, you know, I know you and Great Danes. Uh, there's some iconic photo, photographs in the industry. Uh, yourself, Jordan, of course, uh, the, the, the whole crew. What a lot of people don't realize about Great Danes is that they're among the biggest dog breeds, but they actually think of themselves as quite small dogs. I mean, they can cozy up on a couch pretty good, can't they? Oh yeah, they're uh, uh, they 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 don't know their size. They're little chihuahuas. It's, uh, it's pretty fun. <laughs> hey, uh, when it comes to you, mention you know along with the modern family approach, there's been more knowledge. Uh, you know, people being a lot more considerate about how they take care of their animals, how they take care of their pets, their dogs, their cats. Uh, certainly, the world has changed a lot, especially in recent years with with supplementation. I mean, obviously, yeah. Purica makes a big commitment to it. Uh, what are the most notable advances uh, that you've seen that have meant a lot to you and your vendors and your clients when it comes to natural supplementation for pets? Yeah, you know what? I met I met Trevor shit million years ago, you know, and his philosophy and his ethics and his integrity and then his product. I mean, I, I, I deal with certain companies when it comes to supplements. Each one might have something more that I like better, but the difference is, is no one wants their pet to be in pain. No one wants their pet to be uncomfortable. Now, you know, they can't tell you, hey, you know, I, I ran too hard the next day. Give me give me some curcumin natural anti-inflammatory. Give me a recovery. Give me, you know, let, let's do an immune boost every season. So I really think finding a quality product with a company or a brand that actually gives a shit about the dog is huge. You know, it's uh, we're all aging. You know, our dogs do the same thing. Unfortunately, they just do it faster. And I think all we want is to give a dog the quality of life it deserves. I think... Uh, you know, ideal. I tell people it's really all about supplements. To me, that's that's the evolution of dog ownership and nutrition. It's uh, you know a decent kibble as a base. It's incorporating maybe kibble and freeze dry in the morning and raw at nighttime, but not all raw is the same. Not all kibble is the same. Not all supplements are the same. So, you know, giving every kind of channel of nutrition where the dog can thrive, and I think that's it. That's the key. It's it's. Uh, you know, I have an 11 and a half year old uh, Dane. I give her, uh, you know, glucose me and I give her some recovery. She turns out to be six years old again. So to me to see her happy and her thriving and her not in pain or her not stiff after a walk, it's, it's, it's all about that. And I think people are understanding like us. I mean, if we didn't take enzymes and pro and prebiotics and, and, and you know, 14 pills a day just to, to try to feel like we're 25 years old again, it's, uh, it's, the, same, it's the same evolution when it comes to supplements and, and pets. People want the best for their pets.
You mentioned Trevor Watkin, the co-founder of Purica, and his brother, Jason Watkin. Uh, you know, Trevor has often said that he obviously cares a heck of a lot about the human products, but he is as satisfied, as proud of Purica's contributions on the on the pet lines and on the equine lines uh, than he is yeah. the, the human lines. And something that Jason Watkin, um, uh, co-founder, also speaks to, uh, Lonnie, is the fact that uh, you know, you can't, uh, there can't really be a placebo effect with, uh, with animals because they're not yeah. cognitively saying, oh, okay, I'm taking this here. And it really is such a showcase for the importance of natural supplements. The dogs, the cats, they can't ask for it, but you can see yeah. the benefits, can't you? 100%, the night and day. And if you didn't see the benefits and you wouldn't use it, and I think that's where companies come back year after year and they grow and grow and grow and then they dominate industry. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're taking a pill to feel better and there's no proof you feel better, you're not taking that pill. You're moving on to the next. It's, uh, there's just a lot of garbage on the market and to weed your way through that to find companies that you know represent, in my opinion, an honesty and a transparency and then a product that actually works is... Uh, is, is brilliant and it's such a great time to do that. I mean, that wasn't available 10 years ago. So, or it might've been, but really not so much in your face and the, the education, I mean, holistic care and, you know, everyone kind of correlates one thing. It's never one thing. There's never one thing for every pet. And that's, you know, what works for my guys it might not work for your guys, but it doesn't mean there's elements of everything that works for everybody. And that's, it's finding those elements and it's finding that happy ground with nutrition, supplements, real food, but then it's exercise, it's sunlight, it's a non-stressful household. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's everything that, that people do are now a complete correlation to, to dogs, you know, junkie teeth, heart disease. Well, okay. Why are people raw bones? Well, there you go. So it's, you know, the correlation of all these small things no one ever thought about before, but now the similarities between, you know, a human, feeling good and thriving is the same correlation between a dog thriving. You're in the natural health zone with the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. What do you tell people? And I know it's less people now than five years ago, certainly less than 10, 15 years ago. But what do you tell the skeptics? What do you tell people saying, come on, are you kidding me? Uh, Anti-inflammatories for dogs, uh, uh, you know, special uh, natural supplements for cats. Uh, Like what the heck are you you talking about here? Uh, What do you, how do you reach those people that might still, uh, let's say, not have the exposure that others have gotten to? To just how much of a difference they can make. Honestly, I think I learned a long time ago not to put a square peg in a round hole. Um, if, if someone is, I mean, someone walking in and, and asks for you know vet food and or grocery level food, and you know they're not interested. They're not. I mean, sometimes you try to educate somebody, but unfortunately, there's too many channels that kind of t- take the rug out from under you. You know, to me, instead of spending so much time talking, I'll give them a free sample. You know, you know, whether you take it or you don't take it. Your dog's a senior, you're on shit food, you might as well try this, maybe they'll walk a little better up the stairs and you'll recognize that, and from that you'll come back and we'll have a conversation. It's, uh, I think people like to try stuff, and I think that's an easy way without selling. It's, uh, you know, if someone comes in and, and they're adamant on, on what their vet says or adamant on uh, grocery, well, you know, at the end of the day, whether I agree with one or two of those channels or 10% of what they have to say, if they've already made up their mind, they've made up their mind. I mean, for someone to go home and... And that kind of takes me back to the shows for someone to go home and try a, a product in a sample form for a specific reason and it works. Well, there's a customer for life. You don't actually have to say anything. So that's, uh, 
that's again why the value of seeing, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30,000 people on a weekend and actually connecting with this person, it's, it's not so much selling, it's more or less try this, see if it works, what are, what are the ailments, and, and get back to me. My biggest thing is when I, you know, reach out to somebody and, and I, I follow up, okay? So you, you've never heard of this, well now, let's try that, okay? Whether you think it's crazy, not crazy, works or doesn't work, but you know, go try it for seven days and come back to me. By day three, they come back with a smile on their face, ear to ear, and they say, holy shit, it, it worked, what else do we do? And that's, that's kind of the turning point where people are open once they actually see proof that it works. We're talking to Lonnie Powell of Pet Palooza, the West Coast's largest pet festival, talking about the special relationship between humans and our pets and also natural supplementation in that context. Listen, with the uh, the pandemic, a lot of people had to pivot. A lot of people had to adjust their business model. Uh, you did something pretty special that, in my view, brings you even closer to the grassroots, uh, allows you to see things from, from literally the ground floor level when it comes to cats and dogs but you uh, opened the pet store in, in Victoria. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I mean, I was literally signing the contract in California for the festivals, and, and then COVID hit and, uh, you know, destroyed destroyed that. I mean, there comes a point in, in, in any time with this pandemic that, you know, with special events and festivals and, and certain industries are just forgotten about and lost, and I'm not the type of person that I just sit down and, and wait, and how long can you wait and what's going to happen? And, I mean, my... My government doesn't take care of me. No one's paying my mortgage. It's uh, We had to act. And, you know, a couple of years ago, we were going to set up a franchise model for small boutiques, but where everything was in the boutiques were from vendors from Petapalooza and set up that structure model. But we ended up working on more shows. It just made more sense to make a very long story short. Yeah, we we decided to open up a pet store in the pandemic. It's, uh, but the pet industry is thriving. Uh, rescues are empty. Dog ownership is up. Uh, cat ownership is up. People are home. People are suffering from horrible depression and, and mental illness. People are not connecting. So, you know, when it seemed like uh, for us to sit around and wait for, for, for my, my life to come back, wasn't happening as fast as I wanted. And we've been around the pet industry for over a decade, and we're a true boutique. I, I, what I carry, I use. What I, if I don't use, I've worked with on a professional level. And everything in my store represents myself, my wife, Petapalooza, and the 400 companies I work with across North America with, you know, revolving thing on my shelves. I mean, I'm not, I'm like any store on this Island and what I bring in and my philosophies. I mean, I'm there to connect on the ground level with people. I hear what their concerns are. I hear what they're scared about. I hear what they want. And we're just a safe place to offer what, in my opinion, are the best kibbles, the best raws, the best freeze dried, the best supplements, the best toys, and the best accessories. So it's uh, we did that. We're ninety days old, and uh, from day one, we were welcomed with open arms in Cadbury Bay in Victoria and the community. It's the last true village on the island. Uh, they, they've, they've welcomed us. They, they've loved us. They've accepted us. And uh, this has been the best decision that I've made. And it just took a, a pandemic for me to, to pivot, I guess, and to shift into that. It, it almost was as if it was a natural next step, Lonnie, when you consider the, the decade-long relationship that you've had with some of the best companies in the pet industry. Yeah, it was. You know what? I, I say this as a joke. I think I put on seven, seven to ten large-scale events a year. And, you know, the, the, the preparation and, you know, the 90 days before. But, you know, it's, it's still, it, it, it had a formula. And now it's seven days a week, 12-hour uh, days, and it's, uh, you know, it's commuting. It's, it, it, we laugh about it, you know. It's, uh, 
as much as I like to work, I, I like my seven times a year that I worked. And now, you know, the last 90 <laughs> days, we've, we've just been uh, kind of figuring out what, what it needed before we staffed it out. But I tell you, man, people work nine to five. I give kudos to that. It's, uh, you know, the, the commutes, the going, the comings, it's uh, the repetition. We, we laugh, you know, it's, it's like Groundhog Day all over again. You've seen a lot of things change uh, in the pet industry over the past decade plus. What are some of the things that you're looking to? What are some of the things you think we should be keeping our eye on as the pet industry continues to evolve post COVID-19, post pandemic uh, and into, uh, you know, the rest of the 2020s? I think just keep asking questions. I, I think, you know what, it's uh, ask questions, uh, philosophies, everything now is pretty transparent the more that you search. I think I think training a dog again and don't get hung up on one thing. I think nutrition don't get hung up on one thing. It's multiple things. Don't hang, get hung up on, on one supplement. It's a trifecta. You can't blame uh, grain-free for DCM. Well, why aren't you supplementing with, with taurine and your omega-369? It's, and your dog's overweight. And, uh, you know, like there's not one thing to blame or point a finger to. People have to find the balance. And I'm always talking about the trifecta. You know, what I what works for me, I, I do home cooked and, and a good kibble in the morning. I do raw bones for oral care. I supplement the hell out of my guys. Torin, CoQ10, uh, 3, 6, and 9, uh, all your alpha omegas. I, I do the, 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 the curcumin. I do uh, glucosa pads. I do, uh, you know, you name it. I got 400 pills downstairs, depending on the day it's rotating it. I do raw at nighttime, but it's a good quality raw. Don't, don't think all raw is the same. I home cook, so it's I change the proteins all the time. So I don't feed my dogs at the same time every day. I fast my dogs. It's my dogs have plenty of exercise, plenty of water. There's no stress in my house. Tons of sun. It's just finding the balance. You can't think eating one kibble, one protein, and never supplementing that your dog's going to be healthy. Maybe, maybe he will. Maybe you'll have a lucky dog and he lives to 14 and he's eating shit food and, and nothing ever happened. But statistically saying. You've got to find that balance and you've got to find that balance early and then just keep evolving on that. Because like I said, everything evolves so fast with nutrition, with supplements and with training. You just have to kind of keep on the curve and find what, find what works best for you. Lonnie, just in wrapping up this episode of the Triskelion, the Purica podcast, and I got to tell you, it's been really enlightening. Uh, you're given a no-nonsense approach to pet care and, and, and the modern family. Just remind us now of the schedule for the summer uh, shows coming up on the West Coast uh, for Petpalooza, which, of course, is the uh, largest uh, uh, pet festival on the West Coast. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, uh, you know, willing, willing and waiting, but uh, Calgary's July 24th and 25th, uh, Victoria's August 14th and 15th, Vancouver is September 12th, uh, we then shoot off to California, we're looking to do uh, Long Beach and San Francisco in October, and then November, we finish up in Scottsdale, November 20th and 21st, so we're... Uh, we're hoping uh, the festival gods uh, shine down on everybody and in the event industry and we can just get back to, uh, I think we just need a connection. I think people have been isolated and they've been bombarded with so much. We need to get back to being a community. We need to go back to sharing with each other. And, you know, dog people, we're, we're nutty in our own sense. You know, we, we need each other. They're, 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 you need a village. And, and that's what, what I truly believe when it comes to pet ownership. It's, uh, it's so much better doing it as a collective and as a community 
And, you know, I've, I've shifted that. It is a cultural movement. Okay. We, we are no different than any other cultural event. It's, it's, we are, we are needing to, to spend, step up to that, that cultural revolution of we, our pet ownership is our family and it's not, a, it's not just a dog anymore. And I think that's, uh, that, that, that's how I think I'd like to end it saying we just all need to get back together and have one big freaking party and uh, celebrate the bonds that we have with our pets and, and thank them for everything that they've given us. I think that's, that's what we need and we need it sooner than later. Well, I'll give you a very, very big woot woot for that, but maybe even make it a woof woof, uh, you know, for yeah. that to make sure that we all do come together. A lot of pent up energy, a lot of pent yeah. up uh, 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 need for us to be what we are, social animals and to bring our pets along for the ride. Just before we let you go, anybody wants to find out more about uh, the pet store, where can they go to? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's, it's, you know, it's called The Pet Store, uh, you know, ranks us pretty high in Google for that genius move. Um, yeah, uh, thepetstorevictoria.ca, uh, and then uh, we're down in Cadbury Bay, and we converted an old garage into the boutique. So, uh, yeah, go online, come check us out, just come say hi. I mean, it's, uh, it's nice to meet everybody uh, and their dogs in Petapalooza, com or thedaythedog.com. Uh, they could find information about that. They could find it obviously on Facebook and on Instagram. So uh, yeah, just uh, they could just kind of Google uh, again. You know anything about Monty Powell or Jordan Illingworth? It'll direct you to something dog related that we have. And then uh, yeah, we're we're definitely around if anyone wants to come by and say hi. Lonnie, really appreciate all of that. Uh, continued best of luck with the Petapalooza, the West Coast's largest pet festival, and with everything that you're doing for, for pet care at the community level uh, and throughout BC and the West Coast. Really appreciate you doing this. Uh, uh, appreciate the insight. Appreciate uh, your support of Purica over the years, and we'll talk again real soon. Awesome. Love it, man. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. All the best. You've been listening to Thanks. Lonnie Powell of Petapalooza, the, uh, the West Coast's largest pet festival, on this episode of the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. You've been listening to the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Purica Wellness, and sign up for our e-newsletter at purica.com.